You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Tech Fan Podcast number 225. I'm Tim Robertson, and he is David Cohen. Hey, David. Oh, yes. So we're going to do something a little different today. Yeah. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to recreate an event. <laughs> I'm going to screw it up. I'm just going to say that right up front because yeah. uh, I'm going to try to – I'm going to – let's set this up. Uh, explain why you contacted Apple's iTunes support because that's where yeah. this event took place. Yeah. So, so um, anybody who's into iOS gaming will probably be aware of this because it's been all over Polygon and Touch Arcade and, and that sort of thing the last couple of days. But um, – just over a year ago, um, 2K Games ported uh, a 3D shooter called Bioshock to the uh, to the iPad, um, and we talked about it at the time. And at the time, it was very impressive. It was. It uh, was a AAA title from you exactly. know two years before, uh, and uh, it was a pretty good port by all accounts. They did their best with the touch controls, but definitely it was one of those games where if you had a if you had a controller uh, and you played it, even though the, graphically it wasn't quite up to the Xbox, it wasn't many miles away, uh, and it was a good game. So this is just over a year ago. In July of this year, um, the game stopped working when iOS 8.4 came out. Happens. Yeah, uh, and 2K issued put a state on their website saying that um, they were aware of this and they were working on a fix. Well, there's never, there's never been a fix. Um, and then they took the game off the App Store in turn you couldn't buy it anymore and, and often they do that when they're fixing something because what they don't want is a whole load of support calls from people buying it saying well I've just bought this and it doesn't work um, but what they did at the beginning of this week is they actually pulled it from everyone's purchase histories I mean it was like it never existed um, which obviously uh, is disconcerting especially this wasn't a 99p game this was a $15 game so by App Store standards, this is quite, you know, top draw. Um, and it was gone. Now, you could suggest, okay, so it was gone, but it didn't work anyway. So, um, but the thing is, if you had an older iPad running 8.3 or earlier, then you've lost it effectively if you, have to, if you don't have a local copy. Um, and so on that basis, um, people started calling 2K, uh, and 2K effectively saying, oh, yeah, um, uh, pretty much, yeah, it looks like it's gone. Uh, the developer decided to pull it. Uh, it's nothing to do with us. Uh, you better contact Apple for a refund if you don't like that. Um, and this was their official line. And so um, I heard about this and I thought, well, um, just uh, more out of interest in everything and anything, because I, I thought, I can't see Apple really being thrilled about that. I thought I will contact iTunes support and have a conversation with them about that situation and see what their position was. Uh, and whether they would give me a refund. Um, and uh, I, I, let, let me be honest, I went into this with very low expectations, but, well, you'll see how it plays out. I ended up being um, disappointed in more ways than one, put it that way. So the uh, chat that took place is what yeah. David and I are going to recreate. I'm going to represent Apple, and it yeah. starts with a woman named Patricia. Patricia. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to try to do a little bit of a falsetto voice, David. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's I going to be bad, though. I'm I, I did. I did this via chat because, um, frankly, I was at work and uh, I didn't want to spend some time on the phone talking to Apple. Um, so I, I figured do it by text chat, and it's one of their 
um, options. This this chat, Gerard, <laughs> I see here at the top of the thing, this chat lasted 57 minutes, 55 seconds, so this went on for some time. Yeah, and so, it's not yeah. going to take that long here. <laughs> no, no, because there were, there were some gaps there, yeah. Uh, okay. And the second person is, I believe, a gentleman. Uh, Joey? Uh, no, what, either Joey or Joy, I, I couldn't tell. I'm going to uh, say Joey. Joey, yeah, and, because and, there was and, not and much I think joy. it's a guy. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to do <laughs> Patricia and Joey. And I will be myself. And you'll be yourself. Okay. Um, I'm already smiling, so I know I'm going to screw this up because <laughs> it's just funny to me. I know, this is this is a bit of creative interpretation. And let's face it, we all do this in our heads when we're having a text chat or a, a message from somebody. Is we, we, we project onto the, <laughs> the text yeah. uh, emotions and feelings and the things that obviously text does not give you. I'm going to be exaggerating what they're saying. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read what they say. Unless I screw that up too, but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put inflections that probably didn't exist when they were typing this out, okay. and, and obviously some of this is pre-programmed crud that's just put in there at the beginning of chats yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's start the chat. <laughs> I'm already smiling and laughing. But this is gonna be difficult. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, by the way, if there's a URL, I'll just say URL. Yeah. Instead of da 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 da, I'll yeah. just say URL. So uh -huh. that's where there was in the chat transcript, you know, a long URL, or even a short one. I'm just going to say URL. It's easy. Yeah, because nobody's going to type in the URL. And I'm you and I'm not also not going to give out case numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> See, I'm already smiling. I, I can't get a grin off my face. Just mm -hmm. uh, so you've got the easy one. You're just you. Yeah, well, I have to. I just try and keep a, a lid on my own emotions, yeah. as I tried to do during the text as well. I, you know, I really didn't want to be a jerk about this. And, I, and you tell me at the end whether you think I was a jerk or not, because I really tried not to be. Um, by the way, and I can already hear it happening. A truck. We are getting, we just had our road um, tore up and repaved, which mm -hmm. is great, but they're doing it around us now. So if you hear any loud truck sounds, um, that's what it is. And I, I can hear it. I don't know if you're picking it up over the microphone. I haven't noticed it, but. Yeah, um, I can hear it. So yeah. it, the microphone might pick some up. If you guys hear that, that's what's going on. Yeah. All right. So from Thursday, September 24th at uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, lasted almost an hour. Here is the reenactment yeah. <laughs> of David's iTunes customer service transcript with Apple. Thanks for contacting iTunes. My name is Patricia. Please give me a moment to look over your information. Hello there, David. I hope you're doing well. How may I help you today? If our chat gets disconnected for any reason, please note that it is not intended by Apple. You can certainly chat us back. Here's your case number. I have a problem with the app Bioshop. It's been withdrawn from the app store, so it can't be downloaded anymore. It also hasn't worked since iOS 8.4. Just to confirm, I understand you weren't able to re-download your past purchased apps in your account because it was already removed from the app iTunes store. Is that correct? Yes. The app also has not run on my devices since iOS 8.4 update was released in June. I see. 
Thanks for confirming, David. As a customer myself, I know how eager you are to check this quickly. I'm more than happy to provide information about this right away. To assist you better with your concern, may I have the Apple ID account used to download the app? Uh, sure. Thanks for providing your Apple ID. Please give me a minute while I check into the details and launch a full investigation with this matter. Oh, thanks. Thanks for waiting, David. Uh, okay. After some investigation, you're correct that the item was already removed and no longer available from the iTunes store. I tried to locate, restore it for you, however, when an item is removed from the iTunes store or removed entirely, we no longer have access to the original one that you ordered. Just a friendly note, David. The iTunes store is only a storefront that gives content providers a place to sell their content. The content provider is the only one in charge of pricing, posting updates, and also has control of adding or removing their content. If they have change, if they have chosen to change, remove something, or make a specific content available on a particular country, the iTunes store must abide by this decision. I would suggest that you back up your iTunes library as soon as possible and on a regular basis from now on. If your hard disk needs to be replaced, you can restore your purchases and other data from the backup and avoid the need to purchase replacement copies for your collection. These articles explain how to back up your iTunes library URL. Back up your iTunes library by copying it to an external drive. Uh, okay. But the app's been broken for months anyway. And now they've pulled it, it looks like they won't fix it. It was an expensive game. Can I get a refund? If that's the case, if you wish to, I would suggest that you contact the developer, 2K, with this matter to ask for troubleshooting steps on how to make the game work again. You may contact them directly at support.2k.com. Well, yeah, but plenty of people have already spoken to 2K about this. They are suggesting contacting Apple for a refund. That is what their customer reps are advising. 2K is a good developer, and I think they could find a way to fix this. I also found out that they've posted on their site that the app was temporarily removed because it's being fixed. You may also visit URL. As much as I would like to help you reverse the charge for the app, it's past our allowable date to refund the item, David. If you'd like to learn more about our refund policy, see this page. Yeah, but even if I had a device with 8.3 on it, I couldn't play it because it's gone from the App Store, including my purchase history, as you just stated. That is just if you wish to contact them, David. And the app was removed temporarily by the developer and will come back soon as they fix it. Normally, developers will inform us that they will permanently delete an app from the store. But for 2K, they didn't mention such a thing, so I'm confident that it will be back in the store once it becomes compatible with the new iOS. But... As stated, their customer reps are telling us to contact you for a refund. I am now just doing that. They may not be familiar with our refund policy. Normally, we can refund items, but there are limits for the purchase date. I did check the refund possibility, and the item does not qualify qualify for it. I apologize that we could not accommodate your refund request.
but they cannot refund me. Only you can. So, this expensive piece of software is broken, gone, and completely unavailable to me. And neither you nor 2K can do anything about it. That is appalling. As far as the official statement from the developer is concerned, I'm sure the software will be back once... I'm sure the software will be back since they don't have an official announcement that the game will be permanently pulled out of the App Store. Please give the developer at least one more month to make adjustments, and once they do, the app should be back from the App Store fully working. As for the refund, if I could, I would for you, David. However, at this time, it just isn't possible because the purchase exceeded the threshold of time. Again, the developer's customer reps are advising people to come to Apple for a refund. Surely they would not be doing that if they were intended to reinstate the app. Look, as such, please can you escalate this case higher up your management chain for consideration. I'm sure someone higher up in Apple can authorise refunds. I'll try for you, David. I will be contacting a senior advisor so we can examine this carefully. Please allow us five to seven minutes to do so. I appreciate the patience in advance, David. Rest assured, I will stay on the line. Um, thanks, Patricia. Just a few more moments. I'll be right with you. Thanks for your patience. I'll be with you shortly. Okay. Thanks for waiting. I'll be with you in just another moment. I'm still contacting our senior advisor regarding this matter, David. They're experienced longer than usual hold times. We are looking forward to answering your concern. Please bear with us. I'll be with you in just another moment. Thanks for waiting, David. Okay. One of our awesome experts named... What am I going to name that person again? Joey, you said. Joey, okay. One of our awesome experts named Joey, who specializes in handling issues just like yours, will be taking over your case from here to ensure your issue will be attended with the utmost importance. I'll transfer you directly to him. It says her, but I'm going to go with him. Him, so let me know when you're ready. Okay, I am here. Thanks. All right, it's my pleasure to help you. If you have any more concerns, please feel free to chat us back in the future. Have a wonderful day. All the best and keep safe, David. Transferring you now. Thanks for contacting uh, iTunes. Give me a moment to look over your information. Hi, David. I hope you're doing well today. Yes, thanks. I'm glad to hear that. I understand that uh, you purchase one of your uh, purchase apps is no longer uh, available for download, and you'd like a refund for that purchase. I'm sorry to say, all sales are final in iTunes. We don't have the ability to issue a refund in this instance. Any exceptions we can make only uh, can only be granted within a short amount of time frame after the purchase has been made. Uh, did you have this app backed up to a computer or another device so that we may be able to retrieve this and sync it to your device? Backing up wouldn't have helped. The app has been broken since July when iOS 8.4 came out. 2K have said they were fixing it, but now they've pulled it from my histories and their customer service reps are advising people to contact Apple for a refund. It's frankly unacceptable for a customer to be stuck in the middle between two companies pointing the finger at each other. Apple is partly responsible here. It is your updates that broke the game and you won't let 2K issue refunds directly. 
As such, I request you consider a variation on your standard policy and refund, please. This was an expensive game, not a 99p one. David, I'm sorry for your trouble here. I understand that you're upset, and I do understand that uh, this isn't the best situation for you. We ain't pointing fingers at all here. I'm sorry that the app isn't working for you, uh, and if we could just issue a refund for you, we would certainly do that. Additionally, Apple doesn't prevent T2 uh, from issuing refunds. T2 has chosen to work with Apple, and we assist with billing so that these developers can spend their time and resources working on the app and providing support for that product. Most developers have the resources set up a full billing department. I'm sorry about that. It was Most developers do not have the resources set up a full billing department. I'm sorry this is disappointing but we do not have a way to provide you with the refund that you requested. You have allowed them, with your policy and procedure, to remove something I paid for. And as I said, 2K, not T2, are you really properly engaged with this call? Are telling us to contact you for a refund. So, as for working with Apple, sounds like you guys are not working too well right now. I asked for an escalation to have this reconsidered. If you're on the same level as Patricia and you can't do that, I'd ask you to escalate further up your management chain. Please. Thanks. David, content providers have full rights to remove, edit, and modify their listings as they see fit. The iTunes and App Store provides a digital uh, shelf space to sell goods. As the terms and conditions mentions, iTunes is not liable for any loss while using the iTunes Store. Additionally, I am management representative of the iTunes store. I am not at the same level of Patricia, which is why you were escalated to me. There is no further escalation point or anyone I could transfer you to that is going to provide a different answer at this time. David, thank you for contacting the iTunes support. It has been a pleasure assisting you. Have a great day. At which point they disconnected the chat. Yeah. So what you don't see in the transcript here is, is me going, "What the?" F-? <laughs> yeah. I hope I didn't come across too much like an idiot there. No, I, th- I think you pretty much captured the tone there. <laughs> I was I was stumbling over my lines because I'm trying to maintain a a weird. Yeah. I don't know what that last accent was. But I'm my my. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like ah, nice, <laughs> nice little lap you got there. It'd be a shame if something happened to it. Yeah, you you uh, backed it up, didn't you, David? Yeah. Uh, so, oh. Hey, we ain't pointing fingers at anybody. <laughs> I, I mean, I must admit, I was I was pretty flabbergasted by this because Apple has a you know a well earned reputation for customer service, and while I wasn't expecting them really to give me the refund, I wasn't expecting them to basically turn around and cut me off and and i don't i really i've i've looked back through i don't think i was rude but perhaps when i suggested that the guy was on the same level as patricia and that that's really what i thought i was thinking oh this is just somebody at the same level who's still churning out the same things because um you assume if you move up the management chain you get people who might have some latitude to do something uh, and clearly that offended him her whatever um but you know, I, I hope I didn't. I hope I wasn't a jerk because I, I wouldn't want to be a jerk to these people. They're only doing their jobs at the end of the day. And to be but fair, my the way I say it is absolutely a hundred percent not the way they meant it. Yeah. Especially the last person who actually was 
uh, a woman and not a man. And I do this yeah. weird yeah. faux. But, <laughs> but having said that, she was considerably less helpful than the woman before. And hung up I, on you. Yeah. Um, so anyway, after that happened, uh, I, <laughs> I sent an email to Tim Cook. I forget what the hell. Because I, I, you know, look, I think there is a, I don't care about my uh, 10 quid or whatever. I really don't. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not overly bothered. I haven't really played Bioshock very much. I'm. I'm kind of bummed if I wouldn't be able to play it anymore because uh, I hadn't really played it that much. I never really got around to it. But you know, I'm fortunate that, that that's not money I'm going to particularly lose or, or lose too much sleep over it. But I think, as a principle, for Apple to allow between themselves and their their publishers on the App Store to to get to this position where they can just yank this stuff away. Over a, you know, this this game was only available to play before they before it broke for about eight nine months. You know, here's a thing, uh, an aspect of this which really wasn't mentioned here at all in this transcript, and we haven't talked about. But it's funny that you mentioned this, and that uh, on Facebook I noticed that Mark Greentree uh, yeah. posted about he's tired of digital only apps um, that you know you don't physically own anything. Yeah. And we went back and forth a few times, and he brought up a good point, and I'm not going to search through Facebook to try to find it because it was days ago, but iTunes is really pushing the whole, you don't need to sync your iPhone to your computer anymore. Yeah, exactly. Or your iPad. It's just, it's you just do it to the cloud, and it's perfect. You restore from the cloud. Well... Well, that doesn't really work if you're backing up to your iCloud. They delete an app. You can't download it. It doesn't exist on your phone. It's not in the iCloud. It's just nowhere anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, you and can you pull it from your computer. Well, you, you guys advertise not to do that with your computer. It's just over-the-air, over-the-air yeah, updates, uh, over-the-air backups, and it's just gone forever now. I, exactly. I, I purchased it. Fine. If they pulled it, I understand. But where's my copy that I paid for? It's not on my device because I needed to. It is a big app, number one. I deleted yeah. it because I needed some space. Now I've decided I want to play it. Let's forget about the upgrade thing and it doesn't work with the new OS. Let's assume that you still had the old OS and you wanted to play it now. Yeah. Just that aspect that it's, well, it's gone. Well, and you're saying, Apple, there's absolutely, you don't have a copy anywhere. Really? You, you uh, just gone oh, forever. No. They, they, they just sold you in the transcript. They're just a storefront. Yeah, that's, what they do is do is do content provision and billing for these developers. That's all they are. No, that's not all no, they are because they no. host the files. We know exactly. that for a fact. As developer, that you upload it to Apple. It's not downloaded from your own servers. It's downloaded from Apple's. Now, if the, yeah. now if they decided they wanted to pull it, fine. They can't sell more copies of it. But it's wrong. For someone who has paid for it, wants to re-download it on an, either a new device or the old device, they deleted it, whatever, they paid for it. It's They own a copy of it. And yeah. Apple saying, back up all your stuff to the iCloud, they, I think, legally should be required to provide you with the last version that was available that you have paid for. And now they're saying, oh, well, no, it's just gone. Sorry. Or... Or what they could do is they could refund your money. Yeah. If they can't do that, yeah, that's that's what you do. Of course, they don't want to refund the re they don't want to refund the money because the money's gone. They gave the money to to two K mm -hmm. when they sold when you, when they sold the game to me. 
Yeah, and it's not like Apple has a lot of money or anything. I mean, you know, they'd go broke if they had to refund ten dollars games or ninety nine cent games. Absolutely, Um, that's 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 a good point. But on on the business principle is clearly well, we don't have the money anymore. We were all we did was was transact. Even if they said, okay, I'm very sorry, we can't give you the money. What we can give you is our thirty percent. Even if they said that, it would be something. Wouldn't be great, but it would be something. But instead, you know, it is when the guys, the guy said, or the the lady said, "Oh, we're not pointing fingers at ev- anyone." I'm sorry, they exactly are. Yeah. The whole point of that tra- of that transcript was they were saying to me, "Well, the developer did it. Yeah. The developer did it. Not our fault. Not our problem. The developer did it. Yeah. You except, contact the developer. No, but and I contacted the developer, and, the, and I'm saying, "Well, the developer told me to contact you." Yeah, but and here's saying, the well, he's here's wrong. the thing. When I go to a store and and I buy a watermelon and I get it home and it's bad, I don't go back to the store and they go, well, you need to take that back to the farm that we got it yeah. from. No, it doesn't work that way. I bought it from you, Apple. I gave you my money. You took my money. You delivered the product to me. Yeah. So now, where's now my I, product? I actually think, um, um, in my opinion, in under UK retail law, they actually broke the law here. Because there's a there's two concepts in in UK retail law that anything they they have they sell has to be fit for purpose and it has to be what they call it of merchantable quality, right? And obviously that comes out of that example that that you just gave. If you go and buy a watermelon, it has to be fit for purpose. It has to function as one expects a watermelon to function, and it has to be of merchantable quality. I.e., it has to be in the condition one expects a fresh watermelon to be in. Okay, and that 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 applies. Those 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 laws in in the UK are deliberately vague. They've deliberately avoided putting time limits on it because they recognise that some things need to be merchantable quality for a few years, where other things need to be merchantable quality for the day you buy it and not longer. And what the courts do is they decide on a case by case basis as these things come up whether these uh, whether these uh, laws have been broken or not. So if you buy a car. And, and after 12 months, the engine falls out of it. Even though you've had it for 12 months and had the use of it for 12 months, the courts will say, if the engine falls out for 12 months, that is not merchantable quality and you were entitled to some sort of recompense. Now, I'm sorry. In, in the, I think I would have a very good case if I was to take this to court to say, Apple sold me a game and I paid money to Apple. It doesn't matter where it came from. I paid money to Apple for this game. And with eight months, it it broke and then it disappeared, and now I don't have it anymore. And they took it away, and they won't give it back to me, even though they have it. I think I would. I, I think most judges in the UK would look at that and say, actually, that is um, a breach of the UK consumer law. I would actually, and I would say that it's probably the same as true here in the US. But taking us taking out the whole, it's broken with the new OS. You bought an iPhone a, a year ago. You bought the app a year ago. It was working fine. You never update anything, okay? Mm-hmm. You delete it from your phone because Apple, part of the whole thing of buying it through the iTunes stores, you can re-download it anytime. Yeah. They even say that in the chat transcript before they realize it's yeah. been pulled. You go, you know what? I want to play that game now. Oh, it's not in the Apple. It's not in the iTunes store. So, okay, Apple, how do I get this app again? I paid you money for it. Yeah, uh, I've been backing up using your services as you advertise in the cloud. I can't download this app. What's going on? That's that's a one hundred percent Apple's responsibility. As far as I'm concerned, it's a hundred percent their responsibility. 
They're the ones who sold it to me. They're the ones that said to back it up to the cloud. When I go and fetch it again and it's not there, that's not the developer. Okay, fine. They pulled it out of the App Store. I'm not talking about buying it again. I'm talking about re-downloading something I've already paid for and that Apple has promised me is safe by backing it up to their cloud system. It's gone. That is illegal. That is wrong. And that, I think, leads to a bigger issue when it comes, and this is what Mark Greentree was talking about. <clears throat> Somebody please let Mark know that we talked about him quite a bit here on TechFan225. Um, <laughs> that's, and I think Mark has a great point. If you're going to buy digital stuff, there has to be some consumer protections in place oh. that allows us to re-download this, regardless of the developer's wishes. Because once you pay for something, that is your property. They can't just unilaterally take it away. And if they break that promise, either Apple or the developer, one of them has to issue the refund, 100% refund. Not not Apple's, oh, we'll give you our 30%. No, that's not acceptable either. And that wouldn't hold up in any court of law, David. It has to be 100% refund. Why should you be out of anything? You did nothing wrong. You purchased the content in good faith. Your check cleared. (laughs) I I completely agree. Um, you know, I think I think that's that's a perfectly valid point. Absolutely, and uh, you're you're right. What uh, now? So so we we bagged on Apple there, and we bagged on Apple a fair bit. You know, not great customer service in this this regard. Certainly, their policy is wrong, and that's why I that's really why I, I sent the email to Tim Cook with a copy of the transcript. I said to him, um, and I you know I, I presume they had a board meeting about it this morning. I've not heard back from him yet, but I, I guess I will do later well, on they, today. They, yeah, they, they saw the email yeah. come from you, and they called an emergency session of the board. I, I would imagine so, but, upper but maybe you know, maybe maybe Johnny and a couple of the other guys aren't actually in the country, so they have to get them over. For well, it. they had to cancel the plans. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. So so uh, so I you know I'm I'm not expecting them to respond straight away, but but certainly by I expect them to work the weekend on it and uh, come back to me on Monday. Absolutely. Um, so uh, yeah, the. Re- <laughs> yeah, the reason I wanted to raise because I really have no expectation of getting a reply from Apple uh, by sending an email to Tim Cook. But I, I felt as a point of principle, it's it's better not to just kind of complain about something and do nothing about it. It's better to at least raise the complaint. So yeah. that's what and I did. here publicly on a, yeah. a worldwide yeah. podcast with thousands of listeners. Absolutely, and, so, and most people don't yeah. have that option, David. No, no, I know, but but anybody can email Tim Cook, and I Absolutely. would advise you to do so if these sort of things. Tweet Let me give you, you his home address here. Hold on a minute. Yeah. It was it's <laughs> tcook at apple dot com. Yeah. No, it's home home address. His home his home email. Yeah, well, no, I, no, I no, have that home as, address. I have that as well, but I save that for emergencies. You know, <laughs> I mean, we've always got the red bat phone if we really need it. And, and could, <laughs> to be honest, David, I think that these are the kinds of issues that we're pretty good at raising here and raising. Uh, in starting this discussion on TechFan because we're fortunate to have a very public forum that we can voice our concerns. And we want to voice your concerns. Is something like this going on that nobody's talking about? Let David and I know about it. Maybe there's something going on that you think this should be a focus of conversation in the tech world in general, but nobody seems to be talking about it. Let David and I know. The show at techfanpodcast.com. And again, Yes, we were kind of bagging on Apple here because this is where it happened. But I don't think Apple is unique in this. I think Google, I think Facebook, I think anybody, Amazon, anybody who provides digital content 
needs to wake up and treat customers a little bit better. Realize we have rights too. We're not renting this stuff. If it was a rental, that would be a different matter entirely. But that's not what this is. There big buttons right there in Amazon and big buttons right there in iTunes and Google Play. Buy now. Not rent. Yeah. Not yeah, license. Buy. Buy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that, it may be, maybe it's buried in the 1,400 pages of the terms and conditions of the iTunes store. That, but you know, courts have upheld that that's not legally binding because it's yeah. not realistic that people are going to read that. And yeah. even if it is buried somewhere in there, it still comes back to the expectation by the customer. There's a button. It says buy now. Apple advertises, as does Google, um, if you back this up to the cloud, your content, your content is safe. And by your content, I'm talking about stuff that I purchased on your device digitally. And it was yeah. downloaded to me. I trusted you to back this up because you said I can do this. And by the way, the backups cost money. I pay extra for the iTunes iCloud thing, right? Yeah. So I'm paying you to, to safely store my digital content. And by digital content, I mean the pictures on my phone. I mean the music on my phone. And we already know that Apple's having a hard time doing that. They're deleting people's stuff. And the stuff that I purchased directly from you, Apple, like, mm, I don't know, Bioshock. Yeah. That I have a reasonable expectation to be able to re-download that a year later to start playing it again that cost me ten dollars you don't have the right to say oh the developer pulled it so it's just gone forever yeah. no that's not acceptable i didn't i didn't buy it from the developer apple i bought it from you yeah. with the promise that you would be able to deliver it to me anytime i wanted and yeah. you broke that promise and you still have my money indeed yeah but let's not i mean we've we've I think those are all valid points. And, you know, Apple, I think that's the reason I did forward this transcript signal. I think Apple needs to get away from this uh, this finger-pointing thing where where you've got two parties, both of them saying, well, it's the other guy's fault. Yep. You, you get, get your money back from the other guy. I think Apple needs to take ownership of that. Mm -hmm. But let's not give the developer here a pass. No, I'm yeah? not. I'm not. 2K, yeah. Well, I, I want to address that as well because one of the other things that, that, that came out of this is that the, the, these are, this advice to go to Apple for a refund was coming from 2K. People were complaining to 2K, saying, well, what's happened? What's happened to the game? And 2K were, were effectively saying, they were saying, oh, yeah, it looks like the devel our, our developer, which, let's face it, is part of their company because 2K is a large games publisher it and is. they have their own studios. This was 2K China who developed um, Bioshock. So this wasn't a third well, they party. They ported it. They didn't develop it. Yeah, they ported it. But it, it wasn't a third party independent developer. This was an internal 2K developer. Yeah. They they said, oh, the developer pulled it, so you'll have to go back to Apple. And that information turned out to be wrong. Because a day later, once all of this started getting, uh, getting press and people were getting concerned about it, all of a sudden 2K issues an announcement that says, no, it is coming back. We, we only temporarily pulled it. Oh, yeah, so you temporarily pulled it out of everyone's purchase histories, did you? Why did you do that exactly if you weren't intended to bring it back? Um, uh, yeah, and, and the people who are customer reps who were, who were saying that it's gone for good uh, were misinformed. Well, all right, well, so who, who informed them that? I guess you did. Uh, so this or is, a lack of information, and they just assumed, which you which can blame both well, parties at that point. 
Well, they still they still represent two K. So if they assume that they assume wrong, they're still idiots, and it's still two K's responsibility. But the thing is, I contacted two K as well. Uh, and while I was having the chat, chat skipped, actually, I contacted two K as well because she, the, you you remember from the transcript she sent me that link to their their page yep. saying what's happening. Where it's still talking about eight point four. It, even, it didn't even mention iOS nine on there. So I said. This game has been broken on iOS since July. It has now disappeared from the App Store and my previous purchase history. Apple tell me they cannot send it out anymore and that they cannot refund me either because the refund window is too long. What is happening about this, please? And I got a very quick response from somebody called Federico B at 2K. Thanks for contacting 2K Support. Unfortunately, we don't have any new information pertaining to this issue. I am really sorry about this. I wish there was something I could do. I do. I remember playing the game on iOS 8.3, and it was awesome. I'm sorry to hear that Apple decided not to refund you. I understand why that would be frustrating. Please let me know if you need further assistance or have any other questions. Have a great day. Federico, Federico B, 2K Support. Now, within... Six, seven hours of him sending me that email, 2K would turn around saying, oh, our guys are misinformed, of course it's coming back. We never intended to permanently delete it. So either their entire support infrastructure are idiots, or uh, 2K management did a rapid about-face when they realised they were taking in the shorts on the internet. Or both. Or they just didn't, they weren't informed. I, I wouldn't call them idiots because they didn't get any information. Well, uh, that well, would yeah. be management's fault, not customer to, service. To, to be fair, I mean, Federico here said we ha- we don't have new information. Other people were calling 2K, sure. and they were being told, no, the developer has definitely pulled this app. It won't be coming back. You better go to Apple for a refund. Yep. So so those people were idiots. I, yeah, to, to That's fair, management. But, yeah, to be fair to Federico B. Though, you know what, both – something that frustrates me about this as well – Hearing this email from from 2K support and also some of the stuff that was in the Apple chat as well, this faux, happy, clappy customer... I was trying to accentuate that, by the way. Yeah, exactly. You know, oh, I'm going to pass you over to my awesome representative who's going to investigate and do everything she can to fix your issue. Thank you for your patience, David, 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 David. I don't think I've, I've said your name that many times. Yeah, there, there is look. There is a difference between being polite and communicative and being uh, uh, cloying. Yes, and false. And yeah. un- it was of, very faux. Yeah, too much thing. of this is cloying and false. Yeah, and and you know, to, to to be honest with you, Federico B, if you are listening, you know, I love the fact that you thought the game was awesome on eight point three. You know what? I did too. I wish I could still download it and play it, but unfortunately, I can't. And I believe that's your company's responsibility. Yeah. You know, it's kind of. It felt when I read that, I thought, "Well, there's another kick in the teeth." Oh, yeah, I remember playing that game too. Wasn't it awesome? Good times. Yeah, a year ago. (laughs) A year ago, before you ruined it, which I paid you money for. And again, this isn't just us picking on Apple here or 2K for that matter. I think it's an epidemic with digital content. We see this on Nintendo's platform for digital con digital downloads. Um, for instance, if you bought uh, something on your Wii in the Virtual Console, and now you go and you upgrade to a Wii U, guess what? Got to repurchase a lot of that stuff. It yeah. doesn't transfer over. Microsoft and the Xbox, same thing. Yeah. Um, you bought a game, let's say, on your 360, want to play on your Xbox One, 
they're starting to make some of that compatible, but yeah, sorry, can't do it. Uh, oh, Sony, are they any better? No, same thing. So, particular, uh, but particularly in the app store, one of the things you yeah. hear a lot in the in, on the internet is people going, "Oh, yeah, you can't make any money on the app store." Um, you know, the, the games, the software costs so much to develop, and the the revenue is so low, and everyone wants free to play, and everyone wants cheap game, cheap software, and cheap games, and everything like that. You know what? It's it's like the ad blocking thing on the internet as well. Treat your customers better, and they might be prepared to pay a decent price for for your stuff. But if you do, if you want people to pay a decent price, the support comes along with it. It's not yep. just a one time deal. I'm amazed that, at how many co- companies appear to have a disdain for their own content uh, and, and, and their customers. Yeah. I can't tell you how many websites I go to and start reading an article and something drops down from the top of the screen, blocks the whole thing and says, ah, you can skip this in uh, 20 seconds. Do you, do you have that little regard for the content that you're providing and to the people that are reading that content? Well, the content providers just turn around and go, Oh yeah, well, well, that's the advertising business. We need that to survive. There's nothing we can do about it. Yes, you can. You buy the ads. Yep. You p- push back against yeah. those type of advertisers. Absolutely. Tell them, Sorry, push we back. can't do it that way. You but have a choice. Yeah, and and exactly. people ask me, how come I don't see a lot of advertising on my Mac? You must not be making a lot of money there. Well, what kind of advertising do you expect me to put into place? First and foremost, I have a deep respect for the people who go to that website and read our reviews and our, our content. And I'm not going to block that content by advertisers. But I also have a deep respect for the people who created that content, for the writers who spent hours testing a piece of software or hardware and, and putting their thoughts and in, in down on a virtual piece of paper and presenting it to the world to read what their thoughts are on this, their recommendations of this thing. And to be able to cover that up even briefly or to put a bunch of flashy graphics on each side of it and squeeze their content down to just a few inches is disrespectful. Slow Slow everything down. It's disrespectful. It's sleazy. And I'm not going to do it. Yeah. As long as I own my Mac.com, you're not going to see those type of advertising. You're just not. I think there's other publishing models out there that will work. Let's take a quick break. I got a phone call coming in. Hey, Siri. I'm looking for a new podcast. How about Three Geeky Ladies? Well, I want to hear about technology. As I said, Three Geeky Ladies. I want to learn about different types of apps and websites that will help me in my day-to-day life. Um... Three Geeky Ladies Fits the Bill. A podcast that talks about new releases in Apple, like iCloud, Photos, new iPhones, and iPads. Oh, and El Capitan is coming out soon, right? As I've been saying, Three Geeky Ladies is what you want. Say, what about the Three Geeky Ladies podcast? That looks like exactly what I want. Thanks, Siri. Wow, Three Geeky Ladies, a technology podcast from a female perspective. Find it on the Stoplight Network. Back here on Tech Fan Podcast 225. That was, by the way, Chad Perry calling in. Um, uh, yeah, what did he want? Well, for those who don't know, Chad was the original co-host with me on the MyMac Podcast 11 years ago. Um, Chad uh, has a pickup truck. Now, I have a... Um, a truck as well it's not a pickup truck it's like an explorer in fact 
it is an explorer and um it needs some work done on it to be honest i don't trust driving it long distances right now uh but i've got a guy going to be working on it real soon uh, in the meantime, though, I found on Craigslist a advertisement for a garage sale in northwest Grand Rapids, which is about 90 miles away from me. But the reason I found this is because I have some keyword searches set up on Craigslist. One of them is Arcade. And this ad comes up that they had a garage sale and they have a Pac-Man Arcade. So I sent them an email. I didn't look at the pictures, to be honest. I kind of said, ooh, what's that? And I didn't see any prices, so I sent them an email. I said, how much are you selling the Pac-Man for? And in the ad, it said the screen doesn't work on this Pac-Man. Well, it turns right. out it's a Super Pac-Man. It's not Pac-Man. I would rather a Pac-Man than a Super Pac-Man. But I've, I've ne- before you mentioned this to me, I'd never even heard of Super Pac-Man. It wasn't as popular as Pac-Man. Um, <clears throat> you could play it on MAME. I think you can do a quick Google search. I'm sure you can play it yeah. online somewhere. It's not a great game as far as Pac-Mans go. I think it's probably one of the worst ones, to be honest. But it has a really killer cab. I love the Super Pac-Man cabinet. And the picture of this cabinet looks like it's just super clean, super, you know, great shape. Uh, super Pac-Man. So uh, he said he's selling it for 50 bucks, And uh, that's just a heck of a deal. Yeah. And I even posted, I'm on this um, Arcade Collector's uh, Facebook group. It's pretty active too. People post pictures and ask questions and answer questions every day. It's it's a really a great group. It shows one of the strengths of Facebook when you get past the evilness of it. Yeah. Um, and I said, hey, I got this opportunity. It's ninety miles away. It's fifty bucks, and it was unanimous. People are like, are you crazy? Why are you even asking? I would already be on my way up there to pick that up. That's that's insane. Um. So I sent the guy an email thinking, yeah, but it's it's in Grand Rapids. I can't get there until Saturday at the earliest. Uh-huh. And Saturday, by the way, my wife is taking um, my daughters, and they're going to a uh, baby shower. So it's just going to be Cole and I at home Saturday for a while. And I got a hold of Chad Perry because he has a pickup truck, a nice one, uh-huh. and asking if he'd be interested in going up to Grand Rapids. And so... Long story short, uh, tomorrow, as we record this Saturday morning, Chad Perry and I, with Cole, are going to drive up to Grand Rapids and pick this up. I paid for it already via PayPal. I asked the guy, would he take money, you know, via PayPal for it? Yeah. Because I don't, I'm not going to take a chance of driving that far and someone picks it up five minutes before I get there. Yeah. And he said, absolutely. So I paid him 50 bucks via PayPal. He put a sold sign on it. And uh, I've got the receipt. I've got the address. So we're going to head up there tomorrow and pick it up. Worst case scenario, it's not in good shape the way it looks like. it, it In the picture, it looks like it's in fantastic shape. But if it's yeah. in really bad shape, I'm only out 50 bucks. It's not the end of the world. It's not like I paid 500 bucks for it. Yeah. Uh, he said the monitor wasn't working the last time he had it. He could hear it. It sounded like it was playing, but he couldn't see anything on the screen. So it either needs a cap kit or a new power supply. But what I'm going to do with it, I don't know. I got to get it here, look at it, and kind of plan it out. I can I could put an LCD in there for pretty cheap. I can uh, you know put one of my multi cards in it. I can mame it. I mean, there's all kinds of things that I could do. So that's that's what I'm doing tomorrow, and that's what Chad was calling to kind of confirm about driving up there tomorrow morning. Awesome. Yep. Exciting times. I I. I for those listening, I sent David a picture of it. 
And he was like, wow, that looks cool. And then finally I I revealed how much I paid, 50 bucks. And he was like, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I know. You just, I I mean, I've, I talked, I I talked last time you were doing this about, about how I'd love to get a, um, uh, a cocktail arcade cabinet going and kind of pull that together myself. Just even broken cabinets that kind of need cleaning up and working are so expensive here. They are. Even, uh, full size ones. I'm looking at one now that's broken. Uh, 160 pounds and it's it's going to finish on Sunday so you know the price is going to shoot up so uh, yeah to, to get a whole game uh, with the sticks and everything like that and even if the monitor's not working for $50 is, is amazing yep and this cabinet looks really really solid I mean the graphics look fantastic on it yeah um, so this will be my second full size arcade the other one of course uh, I talked about probably a year ago uh, I traded a bluetooth speaker for it so I'm getting my big cabs for next to nothing. Yeah. It's uh, pretty cool. For those who are wondering, uh, I did finish my, my second mini arcade, the iCade, and we talked about that. The third one, the last mini arcade I'm going to build, is already in progress as far as the parts. Uh, there's a company that's going to send me, uh, they've already shipped it actually, um, a mini PC. So I'm going to go that route with it. I was thinking about the the whole Raspberry Pi thing, but I kept coming back, David, to, you know, if it was a full PC in there, I'd have a lot more flexibility. Yeah. So when that build gets underway, of course, I'll talk about it here on TechFan, but that's at least another two weeks away from now. So um, what else is going on? What else are we going to cover before we wrap things up? What's going on with our at TechFan podcast so yeah, so I, I had a chat with um, a guy called Sean Musgrave who writes for Touch Arcade, um, and he had a big rant article about about this uh, Bioshock thing that was sort of, we were talking about before. Um, you know, and, and he says many of the same things we've done in that he's sick of games developers and games companies treating us the customers so badly. And the, uh, these are the same developers that will come back and go, well, people don't want to pay money for games. Well, not yeah, when you treat well, us like this. I mean, you're kind of setting exactly. a precedence. I mean, this, this, you know, this was a game where people did pay out a lot of money. So these, you know, they're always going, oh, you know, if, if you don't, don't, if you can avoid free to play and, and pay, pay real money for games, show developers that there's a market and that sort of thing. And, and this is a, a, 2K is a big, big game company. And maybe that's part of the problem. This is a big game company and all its customers are, are figures on a spreadsheet. They're not real people. Yep. And they treat us accordingly. Yeah. You know, they, they, it's so clear that they've rolled back on this because they're getting a pushback off the internet. They're getting bad press, not because they think it's um, it was something they always plan to do. If they'd always planned to do it, they wouldn't have done it this way. They would have got the PR, they would have got their customer reps, figured out with what was going on before they made the game disappear. And they didn't do that. And uh, so, you know, clearly somebody thought uh, it's not worth the money uh, updating this game. And then when they found out what a PR disaster generated, somebody else overruled them. Uh, and they should not treat their customers like that. I agree. Now, this is not something that's five years old. This is something that was eight months old when this happened. Uh, and so, yeah, so so Sean and I went back and forth on that. and, and, and um, Into the microphone, David. Hey. You keep moving away from the microphone. Uh, maybe the microphone's moving away from me. Oh, just how uh, it's there. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so Sean and I went back and forth on this, and, and uh, you know, I thanked him for, for ranting about it on Touch Arcade. You know, it's a big site, and... Uh, you know, I, I was also saying, uh, yeah. By the way, no refund for me. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, I I like 
the the discussions that we're having on Twitter. I think they're great. Today is the day that people can actually go out and buy the new iPhone 6S and 6S Plus. Uh, I am not getting one. Um, I, I am, actually. Are you getting one? Is it being uh, delivered I, today? No, not today, but I've been told by my company that they can replace my 6 with a 6S. So nice. That's, uh, that's I'm, still, a, I'm still really disappointed. Nice I'm just so disappointed that there's still a 16-gigabyte version. You know, it yeah. to me, that just... It's kind of insulting. You know, in fact, it, uh, Scott Wilsey on Twitter tweeted at us that he agrees that it's, there's... It's bad. You, having a 16 gigabyte version of the iPhone in 2015 is just why it's greedy. Stop doing that. They could they could make that 32, 64, and 128, and not change the prices. And Apple would make just about the same amount of money. Yeah, but they're 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 squeezing just a couple more nickels out by by making the 16 gigabyte out. Well, there. I mean the the argument is that is that people. People, but the idea is, I think, is that people see the sixteen and go, "Oh, for a hundred dollars more, I can get 64. So, um, yeah, it it's, it's bad up. business. It's but bad business. The, the, and I, the thing I, is, I you're going to order, you're going to give me a 4K camera with 16 gigs, really? You're going to yeah, give me 4K I'm, video and 16? Yeah, come on. I don't. I also don't think people make those sorts of decisions. I think an awful lot of people go in and say, "You know what? The thing's expensive as it is. I'm going to get the cheapest one." Right. And at that yeah. point, I would and expect then, Apple to give them the best experience possible at that price point, and they're not doing that. They're screwing no. those people over. I don't like it. I know this is starting to sound like the Apple anti or the anti Apple show, and I don't mean it to. I love their products. I, I like the company, but. Uh, you know, I get a little passionate about some of these things, man. I mean, come on, sixteen yeah. gigabytes? No, you don't have a copy of this game that I gave you ten bucks for. Come on. Yeah. Well, if you've got sixteen gigabyte phone, you wouldn't be able to download it anyway because you wouldn't have enough room. No, that's true. <laughs> so, I mean, I've I've just been through this. I have uh, I I use an iPad Air Mini, uh, sorry, an iPad Mini two that I use when I'm traveling for work. And then I have a, an iPad Air 2 that I have at home. The iPad Air 2 is 128 gig. And the Mini that I use when I'm traveling is 16 gig. And I've been kind of living with that. But now that iOS 9 is out with the multitasking, I figured I'd wanted multitasking for, for my work machine. So I, I want one. Up, Don't get me wrong. It's just yeah. I, can't, I can't justify replacing arguably the best iPhone I've ever had, the, the 6 Plus. I really, really do love this phone. It's my favorite. Yeah, every new one's your favorite. But no, this one really is my favorite. I love the size. love the speed. It does everything I want it to do. I wish I had Sapphire front glass, but, eh, you know. But, uh, I yes, everyone, I, I've read the reviews. They're all saying, you know, this, the 6S Plus or the 6S really is a new phone. It really is a lot better. Uh, you know what? I think I'm fine. Yeah, well, but you're getting it from work, so. I, yeah, I, this this wasn't my own money, so yeah. um, you know, I'm I'm I wouldn't have been doing it otherwise. Uh, but but with the mini two, I I wanted. You hear that big I truck? Wants, I I didn't hear it. No, no. it's going around the house right yeah, now. So I wanted advice I could do the multitasking on the uh, the full split scene thing. So I traded up to an air to an air two, another air two that I carry for work now. Yeah. But I took the opportunity to go from sixteen to sixty four. What do you think because, about the split screen on the air two? I really like it. That's why I wanted to to have a device that did it when I'm working. Because I've, it, I've tried it a few times, but I don't know. 
The only problem at the moment is that there's an awful lot of apps that don't support it. Yeah, I and noticed. And the, the apps have to support it to make it work. Yep. So, um, you know, I've you got can't apps like games will just pause. It's like, no, don't yep. pause. I'm I'm trying to kill the time in this timer and do other things while you're doing your thing. Stop pausing. That's right. So, yeah, yeah. But that's going to take time. It is. Well, David, we should wrap up this episode of Tech Fan. We'd really love to have feedback from you, the listener. You can hit us up on Twitter. It's uh, at uh, Tech Fan Podcast. On our website is, of course, techfanpodcast.com. And uh, you can send us email, the show at techfanpodcast.com. You know, I, David and I did kind of beat to death the whole digital thing, but I think there's a lot more to this, and I think you guys probably have a lot more you could say. So send us in your feedback. We'd love to read it right here and share your opinions. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. We'll read those here as well. And uh, if you can, give us a review on iTunes. Just don't ask for a refund. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and if anyone has a copy of Bioshock that they can um, pass over to me, then just let me know. <laughs> It'll work fine, right? Yeah. Alright, see you in a week, David. See you then.